Are we ready? We're ready. I'm Ellery. I'm Pallavi. And welcome to City Council. Oh yeah, I this is unsubstantiated, meaning I read it on the internet, so could be fake. I read that Hello Kitty and Kawaii culture at large, Kawaii culture is like sort of a cuteness culture that's earmarked by like very cute mascots originating in Japan. I heard that it was, if not manufactured by the Japanese government, in part subsidized by them because they wanted to, they wanted everybody to forget about sort of the larger Japanese empire imperialism and, you know, bad World War II allyship. What's the American equivalent? Marvel uh, Marvel movies, for sure. But it's so funny because they dug into it. Rather than pivoting and being like, here's something cute that's not militarized. Well, they also did other stuff, right? The government funded Andy Warhol because he made capitalistic art about nothing. And they also did the same thing with Jackson Pollock. And uh, the CIA wrote the song Winds of Change. There's a wonderful Crooked podcast about it actually. I think it's Ben Rhodes and it's called Winds of Change and during the fall of the Berlin Wall and the Cold War they made this like cool song about like Western culture and capitalism and the, the goods that lie beyond the steel curtain. That's incredible. They made the Campbell soup bitch. The CIA made the Campbell no, soup No literally bitch. no but actually a hundred a hundred percent a hundred percent. Do you know what? Brands. Do you know what? I think this is you know how they were like well if Hitler just went to art school the Holocaust <laughs> wouldn't have been. Maybe if the CIA just pivoted fully towards art. I do think that. I actually totally agree with that statement in which it's like if we diverted our military budget to interesting art, art projects I think we'd see some funky stuff. If we could export the military to Burning Man. No, no, that's bad. There are too many tech billionaires there. I know. They would come up with, like, something something like, weird robots. Awful. (laughs) Genuinely. The Cambridge robotic dogs, have you seen those? The the ones that, like... Yeah. You think my friends aren't working on them or haven't been in a lab with them? Bro. You need to talk to your friends. I know. Have you seen the ones with guns on their hands? Oh, my God, no. But did you see the snake with legs? What? (laughs) I should have made this a trivia question. Wait. There's a snake. First of all, that's a centipede. No. It's a snake that they put in a tube with robot legs, but it's like... Wait, like an alive snake? Yes, and they were just like, let's Shut. see what God is going to do with this. I actually feel like really sick right now. I feel very, very uncomfortable with this. This <gasps> one... <laughs> is the snake strapped in? I think it's just chilling in this tube. Isn't that terrifying? Oh no, it's what? just like, yeah, it's just a snake that they put in a tube with For legs and they were walking around. I don't know. Okay, so so a lot of times I get really defensive when people are like, "Why are scientists paying for for to investigate like the compounds in beetle wings?" And it's like, "Oh, well, that's like how NASA made Velcro. Sometimes things are are more connected than you think." But I really think these scientists were just like, "Let's put a snake in a tube and make they it water." They were just like <laughs> fucking around. Because there's no need to put a snake in this tube. There's no need to do it. And the way that the the tube is walking, I don't even have uncomfortable. Words. I'm really, you're the only science person I have in my life, and that's enough. <laughs> like, that is an absolute cap. I'm so happy we know each other. I don't want any more. You know, you know one other, one of my, you know my friends. Who yeah, 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 I know some of your friends. But you keep them at a healthy distance. I think they know better than to bring something like that up to me. Bring up science? Oh, or science? Or specifically, but science at large. 
What if I? What if one day you come over and there's just snakes and tubes all over my apartment? I don't mind snakes, but something about like that. And I'm also like, are we gonna put them to work? Like, oh yeah, 100. percent This is made for labor. Yeah. <laughs> like they're gonna draft him into the army. And what if he's a pacifist? Yeah, it's gonna. He's gonna be the new Uncle Sam. No. <laughs> no. We're scrubbing that out. <laughs> Why do you get mad at my No, because you can do better than that. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Yes, you can. Just, I'm going to quit and go back into science. Honestly, BuzzFeed elder millennial culture. How dare you? Everybody keeps calling me an elder millennial. All of my friends. And all it's of like, them? That's my thing. No, it's, it's a, a number of my friends who are in their 20s, and I just like cannot wait for your backs to just be destroyed. Dude, my back and my... We're getting into the personal catch-up section, but my back and my knees I've started having to wear a knee brace around I'm sorry but I'm happy for my friends joints to be injured if they stop insulting me I'm sorry that sucks though no 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 my knees and my back and I'm like damn is this just getting is that just what getting older is literally I have one friend and he's always injured and he always has some injury he's healing from and he's like an active and strong dude maybe and that's like, why he keeps getting injured you should take it easy yeah we should all just lay down I, I think mine is, maybe, I maybe only wear sandals and platforms, and I need to start wearing, like, real shoes. It sounds like you might need a snake tube. No. <laughs> it sounds Actually, like your joints. Kind of. I think that would be nice. That would be a very low-impact way to get around. Yeah. All right, the scientists win again. We did it. All right, what's up with you? How was Utah? Utah was fun. I went on a beautiful hike. Did you know the Great Salt Lake is shrinking? Yes. It is getting less great. And they keep finding bodies in it because of that. In the Great Salt Lake? I'm pretty sure. I thought it was in Lake Mead that they kept finding bodies. I think it's happening at both. It would be... And it all ha- also happened in the Colorado River. But wouldn't it float would it to float? the top in is the Great Salt salty? Lake? The Great Salt Lake? Well, you never know. <laughs> Something Greenland is a full yeah, ice. Yeah, yeah. Iceland's green. No, it's like... It's really, really salty. The only thing that can exist in there are brine shrimp. And so their eggs, like, die on the beach and smell like shit. One time my friend ran in there on a dare and then immediately got dehydrated. Oh, really? He, like, almost passed out. Because <laughs> it's so it's salty. It's so salty. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then it crusts on your skin. So it, like, blocks. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, I went, I went to Utah. It's beautiful. I went on a hike. It was fun. I did pretty good. Yeah. I, I kept a good pace. Okay. Cool. I'm proud of myself. That's good. You did it fast. Why you are mean? you? Why are you so? Ill? You're like totally tuned out. I'm paying attention. Okay, okay. <laughs> I did it. I just unfocused my eyes. I see <laughs> so you went so, so fast. So I, I went, I went at a good pace for me. I thought I would be way more out of shape, but I felt good about it. What's the elevation? Is the elevation different then? We yeah, we were at like four forty five or four thousand something, and then we went up fifteen hundred in the hike. Damn. Yeah. That's a, that's a high elevation, I feel like. Yeah. I've gotten altitude sickness in Utah before. Because I went, I was living in the Bay, and then I went, like, snowboarding. So I went from, like, below sea level all the oh, way to, all up the way to like, 10K it. feet. And then I was like, why can't I breathe? And why do I feel like puking? Oh, man. I've only ever once been on a hike that was, like, a super high elevation over what I was used to. And I don't, I can't imagine what being altitude sick is like. Like, it feels like your lungs can't expand all the way. Yeah, I definitely was, I had no idea what was happening until I got down the mountain, and then I think, I was like, I think that was altitude sickness, because I did not Were feel you dizzy good. or nauseous? I felt, I felt yes. <laughs> yes All to both. Got yeah. It. Yep.
do some, what I'm going to call it top of the pod trivia. Okay, um, mine is going to be called a fill in the blank news quiz. It's not as fun, but that's very descriptive. Okay. Top of the pod trivia. Okay, which politician, when heckled by laughter during a speech about Uvalde, said, Jeff Bush. Oh. It may be funny to you, motherfucker, but it's not funny to me. Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke! Yeah. Now, 11 weeks since we lost 19 kids and their two teachers shot to death with a weapon originally designed for use in combat, legally purchased by an 18-year-old who did not try to obtain one when he was 16 or 17, but followed the law that's on the books, ladies and gentlemen, that says that you can buy not one, you can buy two or more if you want to, AR-15s, hundreds of rounds of ammunition, and take that weapon that was originally designed for use on the battlefields in Vietnam to penetrate an enemy soldier's helmet at 500 feet and knock him down dead. Up against kids at five feet. It may be funny to you, motherfucker, but it's not funny to me. I was gonna say Jeb Bush, sorry. <laughs> Why Jeb Bush? Because he was like, do you remember Please Clap? Oh, yeah. yeah. That was the please clap. But that was a while ago. That was a long time ago. Jeb Bush is uh, was that out of the news. Week that that was like four, right? four or five days ago, I think. Damn. God, time is. Yep. Okay, you go. Last Monday, the FBI raided blank in Florida. Mar-a-Lago. Yes. Which politician, when talking about the production of electricity from wind turbines and solar panels, said, I like the lights on. I want to stay up later at night. I don't want to have to go to bed when the sun sets. Donald Trump? No, I can give you four choices, though. Okay, give me four uh, choices. Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, or Ted Cruz. Jesus Christ, that's not helpful I know, at all. it's that not helpful. That is really not helpful <laughs> at all. Is it from this election cycle? It's from, like, yesterday or it's something. It's from yesterday. I don't know, it's from, like, brief this week. I'm going to guess Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yes, okay. you got it! And she's talking about probably the inflection. Yeah, inflation do you want to see... Do you want to see the clip? I, I do kind of want to see the clip. <laughs> Let's take it to the clip, folks. We're going to throw it to the clip. We're going to throw it to the clip. Ladies and gentlemen, and we're all here in Georgia. Can we just say thank God for air conditioning? Let's talk about refrigerators. I personally like my refrigerator. I know you all like yours. What about washing machines and dryers? Lord, please, God, don't make me scrub clothes in a bucket and have to hang them out on the line when we switch over to wind turbines and solar panels. I'm going to be really pissed off about that. I mean, how absurd is this? I like the lights on. I want to stay up later at night. I don't want to have to go to bed when the sun sets. It's so silly. I, I mean, all of this is absolutely insane. Absolutely insane is, she is right. Barefoot? No, but it looks like it. Oh, she's. I can't even see what's hard about people like that is just they're like so off the mark and stupid, and it's she's. I don't. It's just I can't even process that. I'm so sorry. Insane. Oh, we're doomed. We're doomed. I, and I try hard not to feel that way, but that clip really, really is a. Uh, that one got me. It got you. Okay, you go. During the raid, the FBI found blank boxes of sensitive material. I'm looking for a number. 12? Close. Why did I think 12? You're really close. 15? Yeah. Oh, 15. Okay. Let's see. <gasps> what did the owner of Chick-fil-A 
Say about a 99, or I guess this Chick-fil-A, say about a 99-year-old employee who works six days a week there. Did they say, A, the only reason she isn't working seven is for our Lord. Yeah, B, if she hits 100, we're giving her a free meal. (gasps) C, she is the example of what we want our young kids to be. D, she doesn't get any special perks just because she's old. She is expected to work just as hard as anyone else on staff. Wow. A lot of those are really bad options. Is it the last one? No. They said she is the example of what we want our young kids to be. I had to come up with the other ones in the voice of a horrible, That's horrible really, person. That's really, you did a great job. Yeah. Works six days a week at 99. I mean, she always shows up. She never misses a day. She's consistently loving and caring for our place. I, please, like, let this woman, what a failure on the part of our society. This was supposed to be a fun quiz. <laughs> this was supposed to be a fun quiz, but I am so... I'm sorry. You really, that's, um, I'm glad that we're keeping the hard headlines to just these games. Yeah. 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 It's that, wild. That um, I'll go with my next. What if one. maybe she just maybe she just loves working maybe there because she she's because she's that homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> she just hates gay people so much. She loves what she does because do, she hates gay people. I did take this class that was like a science of aging class once, and they said one of the things that keeps people alive longer and wards against dementia is having something called ADL activities of daily life, and that's mm. like working as long as you can, having somewhere to show up to. And, like, having people who would notice if you weren't there. Did capitalism write this article? <laughs> Actually, yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, definitely. But it, it could be. It doesn't even mean keeping your job. It means, like, taking an art class or, like, yeah, yeah. working in the community garden or whatever. Yeah. I think, yeah, having a purpose is really important. Or having and, a schedule um, also, a schedule. I think, is the real. And communication skills, keeping those up, yeah. doing a reading. And I think just, like, warding against isolation in general. Yeah. Okay, so the boxes included something about the president of blank. The president of blank? Yeah, at Mar-a-Lago, there were a bunch of sensitive, top-secret materials. One of those materials included information about the president of blank. Oh, no. Is it a country? Yes, it's not a president of a company. Okay. That's so right. It could have been CEO Mike Lindell. I know. (laughs) About the president of... I... Why don't I know this? I mean, because the information hasn't been revealed. It's really been a sort of a sideline and not not such a headline. Let's say, I don't know, the Philippines? <laughs> no. It's in the EU. How about that? Oh, no idea. France. France. Yeah, about Macron. But we don't know what it is yet. Maybe just like how many buttons are on his shirts? Yeah, maybe they had sex. Maybe, I mean, that was like the nuclear option. Yeah, that's the new question. I bet actually, I bet it's like, I bet it's that he knocked somebody up and got rid of it or something like that. And like Trump knows. And I bet that's that. That's going to be my guess is that it's some piece of How dare he cheat on his much, much older wife? Listen, we don't know when they have the abortion or whatever. That's all I hear say. But I think that you guys should circulate it like it's true. If we can start one rumor per episode, I think I'll be happy. We should call this section what we read on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, there yeah, it is. There That's we what we read on the internet. That's what I read on the internet. Macron had an abortion. <laughs> All right, what's your next trivia question? That's what you read. Oh, I thought we were only doing three each. I don't know, whatever. But I have three more if you want to. Okay, let's do it. Okay, Nebraska police utilized social media platform blank to investigate a teenager who had an abortion. Fucking Facebook. That's exactly right. We're coming for you, Meta. Okay, singer blank is going to trial in Chicago after being convicted in New York on similar charges. Singer blank. R&B star. R. Kelly? Yes. Okay, okay. 
I shouldn't have given you that hint. No, I, I was thinking R. Kelly before, but I didn't know he was already convicted in New York. I thought yeah. he was, I thought it was Chicago, but I... Yeah. I thought so, too. And then the headline, I was like, oh. But my guess is because the second district of New York or whatever is... They're a much more powerful office. Oh. Okay. Do, do you want to hear something really uh, interesting? I went to... <laughs> no, I want to hear something boring. Okay. Well, it might be that for you. I went to Universal with my cousin this week, and as I was descending the escalator to meet up with her, I heard, I think, the movie Sing soundtrack version of Remix to Ignition. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Like, no, giving us a conflict-free version. I know, but I was like, does he still get money off of this? Oh. I don't know. I don't know. They probably did. Have but to it was very, very strange hearing like a child ch- voice singing, sing. singing remix to Ignition. Wait, that's so funny. I saw Sing Two in theaters on Christmas. <gasps> that's beautiful. With my friend Corey Johnson, and she I made us walk out of the movie early. I love America. Why'd she make you walk out of the movie? Because it was so bad. <laughs> it was awful. That's why you bring drugs with you. I mean, we literally should have done mushrooms to watch it. Okay, this is your last one. Okay. It's more of a niche one. I don't expect you to know the answer, but have fun with it. An accidental poisoning at a UC Davis science lab led to the death of 21,000 what? I feel like if it I feel like if it was like flies, they wouldn't give a shit. But I don't think you can store 21,000 mice that easily in one lab. So, I think I think I'm going to say like zebrafish or something. Oh my god. Good job. Yeah. They're fish, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know good, my lab shit. Good snipe. That was a really good snipe. Wow. That was crazy. I, didn't, I hadn't seen that headline. Yeah. That's a good one. Our first actual headline is also about marine life. Ooh, okay. Here we go. Into the news. Freya, is that how you say her name? That's how I was pronouncing it. Freya was a celebrity walrus in Norway who won notoriety on the hearts of millions for coming upon boats uninvited and oftentimes destroying them. She went viral last year. People kept saying that she was having a hot girl summer and it drew huge crowds to Oslo of people who wanted to see her. For context, she weighs 1,700 pounds and she's known for climbing onto boats and biting uh, inflated rafts. The Norwegian authorities put her down this week because she was a danger to people and a threat to property. They supposedly, this is the statement that they made, they supposedly looked into transporting her elsewhere, but decided she wasn't well enough to make the journey. Obviously, everybody is pissed off and sad. And the death of an icon happened this week. I think she's an anti-capitalist queen for destroying those boats. For destroying yachts? Yeah, definitely. For Yeah, destroying yachts. Also, they came into her house. That's okay. True. That's so true. And then they told her she wasn't well enough to leave, so they just killed her. Yeah. She was not first. This. I hate people. I think that all the time with animals, I'm sort of like, we're in their house. And we're fucking them up. We are absolutely fucking them up. Totally messed up. Freya the walrus, RIP. This generation's Harambe, for sure. I was thinking about that. So sad. There was a big sinkhole in Chile this week. It just appeared. I don't really know how sinkholes work. I guess I thought that they were like plates shifting and that created like a... I feel like that would be too intense. I I have no idea. But anyway, it appeared this week. I don't think because they, they brought in a bunch of specialists and the investigators are still trying to find out what caused it. Okay, this is decline of water levels, which is really interesting because the sinkhole they looked at was full of water. So it must have been just like a shifting of groundwater. 
It can also, yeah, it could also, it seems like a lot of things related to water or like soil removal or drilling. Oh, interesting. So it's any, any method in which the soil could be disturbed. Damn. Well, the sinkhole is really big. It's almost 700 feet from the top to the bottom. It could fit two Washington monuments inside of it next to each other. Don't, side by side. Don't threaten me with a good time. I will <laughs> jump into that sinkhole, buddy. I will get in there. You know, you know, like the image of a, of a forlorn woman just walking into the ocean with stones in her pockets? That's you going into the I'm going to bungee jump into that bitch. Okay. Except for then it's like just so big and full. Actually, that's probably bigger than both of our apartments by a lot. The so sinkhole? If you could make a home down there. Oh, yeah. That'd be yeah. beautiful. So, yeah. Everybody's still looking into the cause. Sort of crazy. Our next headline. <laughs> if you guys can't tell, we're doing like chill headlines this week because the world is fucking burning down and I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, we're doing chill headlines like killing like a walrus and yeah. <laughs> like, like euthanizing a friendly walrus and a sinkhole in Chile. Also, okay, the thing about the walrus is it's crazy. I would have expected them to like capitalize on the walrus by you by would, jailing it. Yeah, in a zoo. And then having people, because if it attracted tourists, you would think that a nation... What's funny is that I feel like America would do that. But not Norway. And Norway's like, we'll put it out of its misery. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Interesting. So, as you all know, I'm still looking for work, and I came across a job listing this week for a chief candy officer at Canada's Candy Fun House. That's the name of the company. Obviously, it's a Canadian job. It pays $78,000 U.S. money, and it can be remote, or you can work from the Canada or New Jersey offices. The role is that you would serve as a head taste tester, and you have to try over 3,500 products each month. Can you do that math for me? How many is that a day? It's like a hundred something a day. Damn. Goddamn. But also, it says, you you wrote down that the applicant's going to be as young as five? No, they can't, because five-year-olds can't get working papers, actually. But yeah, that's what the job application said. But, I but think, you know what five-year-olds can get? Diabetes. Ha! Yeah. No, so true. So true. I will say that this role comes with extensive an extensive dental plan in the health benefits package obviously somebody would really need that but also there's a training period and they said that the chief candy officer will undergo extensive palate training which is just like are they just gonna like shock you if you like airheads or something yeah, that's what <laughs> i was wondering like, is, like, there must be like because everybody has their own different preferences but maybe they help you tell like this is what high quality candy tastes like mm. this is what mid-range this is what happens when someone drops a finger in the chocolate that happens it does I knew a girl whose mom worked at Nestle, and she said that, like, the chocolate was, she didn't mean it was actually plastic, but she said it was basically plastic, because when they ship it, they have to make sure that it doesn't melt. It's designed in a way where it's, like... Oh, so it has to stay hard. Yeah. Or at least not get, like, super soft. So she's like, no, I wouldn't eat that candy. That's ridiculous. The dental plan thing is interesting, because I do think, like, I have family that are dentists, and they were like, yeah, the number one thing with cavities is falling asleep when you have sugar, when you've eaten sugar. And like not brushed your teeth. Interesting. Okay, that makes me feel better. I'm pretty good about that. I had a lot of cavities as a child, so like, was I sneaking sugar? Interesting. What was I doing? I didn't have any cavities as a kid, and then I came back from like a year at college, and suddenly I had ten, and it cost me like fourteen hundred dollars more. Cost me like five thousand dollars. Okay, were you like walk of shaming after like a sugary night? Don't I don't I really don't know what it was. (laughs) What's happening? Oh, I think what it was is I. Briefly in college.
college, part of my eating disorder was just eating a bunch of fruit. Oh my god! So I became like a fruititarian, like a Steve Jobs oh kind god. of person. So I think that that's what it, I was. That and I was drinking was so much carrot juice, and like just. I mean, I was still brushing my teeth morning and night, but like definitely not after lunch. Yeah. Yeah. So Damn. beware. Beware, fruititarians. I mean, I am still the Steve Jobs stuff as it pertains to that. I'm like, we have not examined that enough. Steve Jobs is weird diet. Yeah, well, I'm like, that's what I think gave him, like, pancreatic cancer. Like, that's so much. Oh, I thought he treated his pancreatic cancer. Oh, is, was that it? Like, he Yeah, went, like, he didn't get, like, proper chemo and stuff, and he was just having, like, milkshakes and oh shit. Oh, my God, or dude. Or something. Wellness culture? Killed oh Steve Jobs. Yeah, I, I think that that's true. And then I'm also like, who is that woman? I can't think of her name Gwyneth right now. Paltrow. No. But also her. She's essentially, like responsible for the anti-vax jenny mccarthy jenny mccarthy shout out jim carrey who just can't let it go she needs to pay for her crimes truly so there was uh what's his name andrew something wrote this article that was later withdrawn from a scientific publication because of how like terrible it was and then she took that article and like ran with it there's a really interesting cartoon like a web comic that describes everything that happened with the whole anti-vaxxer uh situation and so Jenny McCarthy, her child was autistic and had vaccines at, around the same time that autism symptoms develop. So she blamed the vaccines. The mercury that she was describing, it's like a different type, it's a different chemical like structure than like the mercury, mercury we talk about in daily life, like the thimerosal mercury that's in vaccines or whatever as mm-hmm. a preservative. Like that's a completely different, <laughs> it has different like properties. Yeah, groups attached to it. Anyways, it was like, it was a whole thing. And Jim Carrey, I think, is still an anti-vaxxer. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Wait, quick de- deviation off of Mercury. Headline I didn't put inside here. Sheehan clothes, you know the brand Sheehan? Yeah. We're found to have like 18 times lead. the amount of lead that is like passable. I saw, I, I read it on the internet. I did not read the we read. We did read it on the internet. That's wild. I know. But also like fast fashion has been having... It's, it's had issues, re- like, recently, right? Like, oh, I mean, in, terms of, in like, all sorts of capacities, from, like, the labor to the distribution to, to the actual product. Being made out of, like, plastic. Yeah, I mean, also, but it's, it is sort of, like, not what did you expect, but to a certain degree, I feel like, what did you expect? Yeah. I have some fashion over that accidentally got shipped to me from, it was meant to be for my, like, roommate's friend or something, and then they just, like, left it at my apartment. So I have it, and it immediately fell apart. But <laughs> I literally just Sheen, I have never bought a. I went to out of the closet, and I bought a Sheen shirt. So I got a used Sheen shirt. Obviously, it was like a dollar or whatever. Mm. But now I'm like shit. But now I you can just it? burn it down for the lead. <laughs> now I think you, if I burn like, it, it would be know, a, like, <laughs> like copper wiring. Just like gas. Oh, that would be so funny. <laughs> you just taking shingles for the a lead. gas mask. Okay, our uh, next story is actually ties in really well because it's about animals and also, you know, consumable products. A New Hampshire distillery is turning invasive green crabs into whiskey. So if you don't know, green crabs are an invasive crab species that eat a ton of shellfish and destroy fish habitats and they're not native to North America, but there are a fuck ton of them. Just like white people. Just pointing that out. So true. <laughs> so true. So what you're saying is we should start eating the white people. We need to turn them. They're turning themselves into alcohol. Into whiskey. So. They, actually, they actually are. I took myself out of that ring. <laughs> so Tamworth Distilling is making a whiskey called Crab Trapper Whiskey. What they do is they catch a bunch of crabs. They make crab stock. And then they distill it. They mix it with spices. And they combine it with a bourbon base. Do you eat seafood? No. 
Okay, me neither. So I was going to ask you what you thought this tasted like, but maybe you don't know. I would assume it's salty. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing it's savory for sure. I don't yeah. know what crab meat tastes like. I've never had it. I might have had it. I probably had it as a kid, but that was a long time ago. You know what? In, okay. <laughs> yeah, so each bottle of whiskey uses about a pound of green crab. And unfortunately, there are so many of these crabs that a project like this doesn't really make a dent in the problem, but it like raises awareness. And stuff about needing to murder all the crabs. Yeah, yeah. I feel weird about this. I mean, they are invasive. It's like the it's like the tree bugs that you see people catch all the time. Yeah, that are supposed to be like. What are you supposed to do with? You're supposed to kill them with an invasive species. I mean, I guess the thing to do is kill them and eat them. But if you can't eat people them, people don't do that with cats. Cats are technically an invasive species, right? True. I don't know if the problem is as bad. They kill like billions of birds each year. That's true, but I'm like, I don't know. But if people it's love cats. And also, they don't eat those types of birds. I think the problem with green crabs specifically is that they're killing fish that people want to eat and farm, mm. whereas like cats are killing mostly birds of flight that people don't eat anymore. Mm. So I do think that if cats were killing like some sort of food stock, we as a culture would revisit how oh okay God. we are. Like, I mean, it's all part of the food cycle. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, if we're willing to eat cows. Do you know what I mean? At least that's how I feel about it. I don't eat any meat because I think it's all wrong. Yeah. But I'm, I am like, if you're willing to eat a cow, but you won't eat a cat or you won't eat a dog, I'm like, what is really the difference? Yeah, what's the difference? How, the difference is how we feel about them socially is the only difference. Yeah. Which is I feel bad for the crabs. <laughs> I don't know how smart, how smart are crabs. I don't know because I know that pain, fish don't have the, like, the memory to feel pain, right? I don't know about crabs. But I did learn today that lobsters live to be 60 or 70 years old, sometimes older. The only thing that stops them from continuing to live is that their shell stops growing, but if their shell continued to grow, they would live forever. That's crazy. Yeah. That's like turtles. Dude, the sea is aliens. Do you know what I mean? Octopus, man. They're aliens. Everything down there, that's like... Alien reincarnation? No, they're <laughs> for real aliens, not even reincarnation. Okay, our next... Our next story is so... This is like a Black Mirror episode. It literally is. It literally is. It's like, do you remember... Or like a Nathan Fielder. <laughs> it is absolutely a Nathan Fielder project. Do you remember, this is like at the very beginning of the pandemic, but there was a headline about how there was a new startup company. It was an app that was called the Uber for evictions. Oh my god. I thought that was the onion when I first Me too! <laughs> Me too. Oh Me too. Me too. Well, this one is, they consider themselves... The, a startup, but for layoffs. So they're the Uber for layoffs. It's called Continuum, and it's a consulting company, essentially, that will help you plan how best to lay off your employees. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. So, they, so they're a startup, right? Yeah. Which means they're at the beginning of their growth as a company. So they might go through ups and downs, and then do they hide the tricks that they need to keep in order to lay off their oh, own people? Like, that's a really do, good idea. As an employee, do you walk into a room and you're like, I know what's happening? Yeah. I bet they do. I bet they do. I bet they're like, oh, you guys are just going to do it on me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like at the beginning of The Dark Knight when like the robbers are like shooting each other because their boss told them to kill each other, oh, and they're like, yeah. you're doing it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, anything someone is willing to do to somebody else, they will eventually be willing to do to you. Also, it's called Continuum, which is... Which is so funny, because you're not up. continuing it's it. Like the, it's like Scientology. That's not science. <laughs> this oh, is not... that's funny. I get so mad about Christian but scientists and Scientology. I'm Scientology, like, but that's because he was a it. science fiction writer. Yeah, but they don't care about that. They just like the branding. 
They like oh, the, the pseudoscience interesting. of it. Interesting. Um, but yeah, Continuum, come on. Yeah, so it's a consulting firm that helps you manage and massive your layoffs. They charge a flat fee for layoff consulting services, and it's dependent upon the headcount, in case any of you are interested in hiring them. Uh, they offer 10 hours of advising from elite executive advisors and a plan to communicate layoffs to employees and also to the broader world so people don't think you're an asshole. They've raised $12 million of venture capital so far. <laughs> I want to know who the investors are. It's like Ashton Kutcher. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. And I was looking through all of their, whatever, their, like, brand materials, and they are basically like, well, you know, it's not a happy subject, but we saw a gap in the market, and we're here to fill it, and I'm just like, kill yourselves. I love the, somebody has to do it. Somebody has to do it. Somebody's got to do it. No. 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 No, they don't. No, they don't. Draw a moral line in the sand anywhere. I digress. There's something about drawing a line in the sand, and on the other side of it is Jesus. <laughs> He's not walking on my He's side. He's not walking with you. He's on the opposite He's side. He's on the of opposite that side. Line. His footprints are pointing away. Yeah. Okay, so this week in Missouri, a poodle hound mix that went missing in early June, so two months, it's, she's been missing for two months, was found in a cave. She's 14 years old. Aww. Yeah, her owner has spent the last two months looking for her and had all but given up. Basically, had stopped hoping that she would come home. Aww. And she was found in the cave. A bunch of adults and a few kids were exploring the caves, like spelunking. And this one little kid found a dog in the cave. And he, like, ran back with the family to be like, there's a dog in there. And the adults were like, no, there's not. Shut up. And then they, <laughs> and then he brought, he brought the adults to the cave to be like, come here, look. And they saw this dog. And, like, luckily, one of the adults was trained in cave rescue and was able to, like, coordinate getting her out. And she, they said that it took an hour and a half, and somebody had to, like, jump in. And, and because she was so fragile, they basically had to, like, leapfrog her, like, pick her up, place her on the ground, move the next two feet, pick her up, place oh her on the God. ground ahead of you, and, like, move the next two feet. So, yeah, they didn't know if she would survive, but then they got her back to the car, they gave her some food, and she's healing, and she's back with her dad. Aww, Isn't that nice. so sweet? What did she survive on down there? So she lost half of her body weight. Baby. So they said that it was she probably just was surviving on her own body fat. Oh my god. Yeah. For Poor two baby. months. That's crazy. Isn't that insane? I'm so glad they found her. Me too. Incredible story. Doesn't yeah. happen all the time. So there is a yearly python hunt in Miami, Florida. They have professional and amateur categories, which means there are professional snake hunters that enter these. I have some outside information about this. When oh, you I was do? In India, my cousins are telling me about how they recruit like snake hunters from India to come to Florida to hunt no these pythons. No way! Yeah, because they know how to handle snakes. No way! So they, they specifically like the government or whoever comes to India and like gets snake hunters to bring to Florida. I don't know if they can hunt them as effectively when they're in robot arms, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those would be kind of hard to get. Well, yeah. I bet they're easier to see that way. Yeah. So yeah, 800 people from across the world come to Florida, the Everglades, to compete in these and capture the most Burmese pythons. Like the green crabs, they're an invasive species, and there's a in this competition there's a cash prize based on how many you catch. The top prize is ten thousand dollars, but if you can make twenty five hundred, just returning in a few. So there is like a lot of money, not a lot of money to be made here, but you know people of all qualifications will end up winning. It's not just the one prize. It officially began Friday morning. 
and it runs through 5 p.m. on August 15th, so it's done today. Wow. It costs $25 to enter, and you have to take a course, but the winner, I was listening to an interview with one of the women who won the amateur, I mean the professional league, a few years ago, and her winning number was 19, and the longest one of her haul was 16 feet long. Oh my god. Yeah. And she said that she has two volunteers that help that help her because like sh- she can't take on a sixteen foot python. So, how how like dangerous are pythons? Oh, I didn't look that up. I have no idea. I can't imagine that they're so dangerous. Otherwise, they wouldn't have regular people. But that's what I'm wondering because it's like really interesting how governments will be like, you can't touch this, you can't move this, you can't bring this in here, except when we want you to yeah. capture pythons. Actually, that's so true. When the government wants you to do some work. It's one of the largest species. It's native God, to Southeast Asia. Damn. It's vulnerable on the IUCN red list. I wonder if they're the most dangerous thing that they do is constrict. Dark colored, non-venomous snake. Okay. So they're not crazy, crazy. Excellent swimmer. That freaks me out. I'm sorry. <laughs> of course it's an excellent swimmer. Snakes that swim. Have you ever seen Anaconda? Yes. Good movie. Great movie. I think this story specifically is like right in the middle of sort of like government and human interest. And I was thinking a lot about how, you know how there are, like, way more squirrels on the East Coast than there are on the West Coast? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Well, this is because in the 20s, there was a huge squirrel problem, like an invasive squirrel problem in Los Angeles. And the city of L.A. paid school children to kill them. And for every dead squirrel, they would get a nickel. Dude, future serial killers were having a field day. Are you kidding me? I mean, (laughs) like, what? If they're going to take out one of the slingshot, they would give kids, like, slingshots and rocks and be like, kill as many as you want. You'll get a nickel for each of them. Oh, my God. They should have gotten cats, the other invasive species, to go after them. Here's my thing is I thought that my cat would do that, and he doesn't give a shit. Oh, yeah. Cats don't care. He's not actually, like, a good... Like, I'm like, if you want a real rodent hunter, you should get a dachshund. I feel like cats... Oh, yeah. They cats work nose. when they want to work. They're not going to work for you. Yeah. Their cats are unionized. They very, kind of are. Cats They're are like, very famously unionized. They really don't need us. They don't. Whereas, like, dogs need us. Dogs do need us. That is wild that they they have a python hunt. What do they do with the pythons? Okay, so I was looking into this. They do a lot of things. They do They're meat. like sheen bags. Yes. Actually, they <laughs> no. do boots. They do bags. They do jerky. How many do you think that you could catch? Uh, how much? Oh, it's like over the weekend? Yeah, I guess it's only three days. Oh, damn, that's a really short amount of time. That's a short amount of time. That's a short amount of time. But you get Friday to Sunday. I guess these people are just up through the whole, like, a week through the whole thing. Can you imagine us with our, like, Starbucks cups? Just like, okay, like, we gotta find a python. <laughs> like, clacking our shoes. We're like, um, like, I found one over here. I think we did a good job. We'd be like, listen, I found it. I didn't bring it back. I saw it. I didn't pick it up. I left it I there. released it into my ex-boyfriend's backyard. <laughs> That would be funny to just keep them all and bring them somewhere else. Yeah. It always reminds me of that episode of The Simpsons where they accidentally bring an invasive species back, like a frog or something, (laughs) and then they're just, like, proliferating. Have you seen the kid on TikTok who bought a million frogs? No. And, yeah, he... I believe there was... There were two, two people that did something like this. The first one was accused of like eco-terrorism and was deported he was from a different country and then the second one i don't know if he's been caught yet but he basically bought like or found a million tadpoles and has and has got one of those kitty like a really big kitty pool and is like now hatching them all what is he gonna do with them i don't know i don't think he i mean the, the videos always go viral so he's like getting 
whatever. But I'm like, I don't know that he realizes that once they're all grown, it's going to be a really... Although I saw some other TikTok debunking it where somebody was like, oh, this video was posted on Flickr in 2010. He's, like, Googling the videos. It's not real. And I'm like... What is the world anymore? I don't know. But I'm like, I guess we'll find out when there's a million frogs in, like... Santa Barbara or something. Yeah, literally. <laughs> in, like, Houston, Texas. That's crazy. That's, like, people who, like, keep lines in their apartment. How are you going to keep this Dude, a secret? Dude, I have a big problem on TikTok. A lot of people own monkeys and a lot of people own raccoons. Like and I'm like, like that's that. so not right. I yeah. don't think it's cute. I don't think it's funny. And unless you run, like... A rescue. A literal, like... Legit rescue. Licensed rescue, I think it's really bad. I think it's really fucked up to have any animal for your own entertainment, even if they're purebred dogs. I think it's fucked up. So, so true. I did read something about, you know how, you know, like, the sewer gator myth? Oh, how they're... Like, urban legend? Yeah. Yeah. That's because in the 50s, people would buy baby gators in Florida. Yeah. And when they would get, like, in the way or too big, they would start flushing them down the toilets. Yeah. That's so fucked up. I also think it's funny that they would be able to flush them down the toilet. Like... I know. They must have been, like, mid-sized still. Or maybe just, like... I don't know. That's what my grandma told me. All right. Well, that uh, concludes our animal corner. You had lots <laughs> of animal news this week. That's what happens when you stay away from politics is you end up with uh, animal politics. Almost, I was like, listen, I can't hear about the Inflation Reduction Act getting gutted anymore. I'm going to do some fun stuff. We're going to get some pythons. We're going to get some pythons. Okay. into some uh, one game it's not really a game but it's just like a little storytelling activity in honor of Beto O'Rourke shutting up that heckler he had we're gonna play best heckle worst heckle uh what is the best heckle you've had um somebody threw Mardi Gras beads at me on stage one time oh my god yeah how'd you respond I put them on (laughs) okay (laughs) and then what's the worst heckle one time I was in Boston I was doing material because my dad was dying and I was doing material about that and somebody from the back of the room goes you're the worst daughter ever no she was so drunk and she apologized afterwards and I like said something really funny about it but yeah that one was pretty bad that's awful what about you okay I okay one of the worst heckles that I've had is I was doing a show and I was just it was not my crowd. It was a bunch of conservative white people. And I, at the time, did not know how to handle them. And so I was, like, making pussy jokes. They did not like it. And then I was like, I was just digging in deeper because I was like, fuck this. And I was like, where did I lose you, the pussy jokes? And someone went, at the beginning. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, uh-huh. And then I pivoted so hard because I was like, well, thank God I'm still a biomedical engineer. And then like, I actually, I don't need you guys. And then I won the crowd over from being an engineer, and then I quit engineering. So, <laughs> And that was really bad because in the bathroom, after this woman walks up to me and she goes, can I just tell you something? Can I just give you a little bit of advice? No! And I was like, uh. And so then she was like, it just felt like you were, like, up here all the time. It was just like, you were just, like, up here with your energy all the time. And you didn't, like, really vary it. And I was like, did this bitch just call me the comedian version of Shrill? Like, what just happened? <laughs> it was really embarrassing. I love unsolicited um, advice. And then, I don't know what the best heckle is, but I've definitely... I don't know what the best heckle I've had is, but I've definitely had, when I've 
told people I was bi, have had women in the crowd just like switch up on me and clearly want to fuck me. Oh. And it's uncomfortable. It's not great because they're always like sloppy and weird. But You know what happens to me sometimes when I say I'm, I'm bi in my set is I'll have a girl DM me to be like, my boyfriend and I thought you were yeah. so They'll good. They'll come up afterwards with their boyfriends. No, thank never, you. Never, never, no, never, thank never, you. never, 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 are you on any shows this week? Am I? I am. I'm on, well, it'll already have happened, but I'm going to do a Dana show at... Oh, Jewel! That was Jewel so Roxy. fun. Yeah, you did it? Yeah, I did it. The crowd was great. It was full. Actually, a friend of my ex-boyfriend was there, and I was sort of like, great. But other than that, it was Don't totally go, because Ellery's friend's, or ex-boyfriend's friend might be there. <laughs> I mean, that was just for me. That was like a me thing. I think everybody I else Ellie. was okay with him being there. <laughs> but a I good, was. good laugher. No! Oh. I saw him like 10, whatever. It doesn't matter, oh. but... Okay, well... That was my one complaint. <laughs> that'll be a fun show. And I'll oh, have some shows this weekend. I have Adri's show. Oh, Fresh Fish? Yeah. On Friday or Saturday? I think it's Saturday. Ooh, I might come to that. I don't have any shows this week. That's fun. And then we're going to go to a birthday party on Saturday. So you should come Oh, we'll yes! <laughs> yeah, it should be fun. It'll be fun. Okay. Okay. Cute. What about you? Um, I don't have anything... I don't have anything planned. I... See, I'm chilling. I'm supposed to do 20 minutes at Catch One next week. I don't know what Catch One is. It's like a gay bar, but it's a really big space, and so I'm sort of like, I don't think that they're going to have as many people as the space is big. Ooh. And so I'm sort of like, I don't know that I really want to do 20 minutes there, but it'll be an interesting experience. That'll be good. Yeah, to have that much time in LA. Yeah. I mean, I'll just chill, have some fun. Maybe do some crowd work, God forbid. Maybe get a new best heckle. Maybe get a new best heckle. <laughs> I'll be like, listen, I have a new podcast segment can we all shout out the worst thing that you can say to me <laughs> we should we should do that at our next show <laughs> no yeah i'm gonna do it um maybe okay. not tomorrow maybe not tomorrow but okay well who's our mutual aid babe of the week happening to me this oh, week. Yeah. I'm hoping to get a foster pup. I don't know exactly which dog I'm going to get, but I'm getting them from Love Leo Rescue, which is on Instagram at Love Leo Rescue and online at loveleorescue.org. And it's a really popular, beautiful uh, rescue, and I'm really excited. And I'll tell Where you are they based? Are they LA based? They're LA. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I know. Like, Have you doggy proofed your apartment? I like literally was, I like cleaned up, but I think it depends on the dog too. Definitely. Like definitely. I was like, okay, I'll put my plants away if the dog messes with the plants, you know? It is so, I was thinking about this because, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, but my cat bit an electrical wire a few weeks ago and he electrocuted himself and I was talking to somebody about it and they were like, it's funny because you could pet proof and baby-proof your apartment so hard, and you still never know what they're going to get into. Yeah. Like, it's going to be something. It's always going to, yeah. You, it really depends on, because my previous dogs didn't give a shit about plants, but some dogs and cats, like, that's all they care about. Dude, literally. Yeah. Literally. So. Stevie also ate the couch, line, like, the underlining of my couch. Ate the whole thing. Oh, my God. So much fabric. You know what? Stevie would have totally survived in that cave. Dude, I really do think so. I really do think so. Like, something I've, and I was also worried that getting electrocuted would make him dumb. Yeah. And be like electroshock therapy. And so when he started acting like his asshole self again, I was like, okay, so your personality is fine. Yeah. That didn't change. That's good. I love that. Well, anything else? I think that's it. Is that meeting adjourned? Meeting adjourned. Okay, see you all next week. See ya.
This episode of the City Council Podcast was written, created, and produced by Paula Biganalan and Ellery Smith. Our music was written and produced by Ruby Ibarra. Be sure to follow us at City Council, spelled S-E-L, show on Instagram and Twitter for more weekly podcasts and monthly live stand-up comedy shows. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.